Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Unsolved Mysteries. This episode is about the art theft of Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. This has been called the biggest art theft of the century, with 13 pieces stolen, with an estimated worth of $500 million. The theft happened 31 years ago, and the FBI was never able to solve this mystery. Sit back and enjoy the podcast. The robbery happened on March 18th, 1990. That day also happened to be St. Patrick's Day. The Isabella Stewart Gardener Museum is in Boston, Massachusetts. The neighborhood was very quiet as everyone was out partying for St. Patrick's Day. It was early in the morning and two men dressed up as police and police uniforms got out of the car. The men walked up to the museum door and pressed the buzzer to be let in. The two men said they were responding to a disturbance and requested to be let in. There were two guards on duty. One was making rounds around the museum and one was at the museum entrance desk. The guard at the desk broke museum protocol and let the two men in through the employee entrance. Rick Abbott was one of the guards on duty this night. This is what he said about how the police officers got in. I could see on the security camera that it looked like two cops standing out there. They came to the door, they rang the bell, and they said, Boston Police, we got a report of a disturbance on the premises. I buzzed them in. They asked me if I was alone. I said no. My partner was off doing a round. They said, get him down here. The cop turned to me and said, don't I know you? Don't I recognize you? I think there's a warrant out for your arrest. Can you step out from behind the desk? And he said, up against the wall. Abbas said he and the other guard were then handcuffed, and then one of the fake cops famously said, Gentlemen, this is a robbery. The guards were later found bound with duct tape inside the museum's basement. The weird thing is how the guards were duct taped. The duct tape went around Aboth's head from his forehead to chin. Aboth was 23 when the robbery happened. He lived in a rental house with his roommates, and some of them were in a band together. They often put on live shows and are described as long-haired, Heavy guys, but a former security guard at the Isabella Stewart Garner Museum. They often went into the basement to drink, smoke, and hang out. When you rob a place, staying five minutes can feel like an eternity, but the men who committed the theft stayed for 81 minutes, so police wondered if they had help from the inside. Another thing is that in a room, there was a secret panel that led to the basement that was slightly open. Who would know about that except for the security guards? The museum also had a sensor that showed the only person who went into the room was a both, and there was also a piece missing from that room. One more piece of incriminating evidence is that the frames of one of the pieces were left on the head of the security's chair. As I said before, the museum was equipped with motion detectors, so the thieves' movements were recorded. We know they went to the Dutch room of the museum. The most famous works of art were taken from that room. This includes Christ in the Storm on the Sea of Galilee, A Lady and Gentleman in Black, The Concert Landscape with an Obelisk, A Self-Portrait of Rembrandt, and An Ancient Chinese Goo. The short gallery is on the same floor as the Dutch room. 
From that room, five Degas drawings and a bronze eagle, Finial, were stolen. The blue room had Monet's chaise tortini taken. The thieves left around 2.45, so they must have made two separate trips to the car. The guards were handcuffed until 8.15, which is when the police arrived. The thieves also cut the art out of their frames, which must be extremely difficult because they weren't all on one canvas. There are many input together. Because of this and how the thieves and who else had access to the paintings handled them in the museum and is storing them now, the paintings might never be the same. The following that we're about to name are all the works that were stolen that night. The Remounted Jockeys by Edgar Degas. Leaving the Paddock by Edgar Degas. Procession on a Road near Florence by Edgar Degas. A Study for the Program by Edgar Degas. A different version of Study for the Program by Edgar Degas. The Pierre Philip Tomier Eagle Finial. The Chinese Goo. The Concert by Johannes Vermeer. Christ in the Storm of the Sea of Galilee by Rimbarante Van Rijen. A Lady and a Gentleman in Black by Rembrandt. Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man by Rembrandt. Landscape with an Obelisk by Govarent Flink. The Chaise Tortini by Edward Manet. In Boston in 1990, there were lots of gangs in the area. There was lots of gang violence. It was said anyone under 25 rarely walked down the street without a gun or a knife. Because of all the gangs, many of the members were suspects in the robbery. The two front runners were the Irish mobs and the Italian mob. However, Richard O'Rar, a member of the Irish Republican Army, said that the Irish mob had nothing to do with it because they were making, they were raking in money, hand over first, and 13 painting, paintings would be the last thing that they had to worry about. The Italian mob seemed like far more likely culprits, specifically a man named Bobby Donati. People who were interviewed said that they saw him with two police costumes in a paper bag. Unfortunately for the investigation on September 24th, 1991, he was found shot and decapitated in the trunk of his car. There are other people connected to the Italian mafia and Bobby Donati, though. The FBI was able to connect other persons of interest to an auto body shop in Dorchester, Massachusetts, named TRC Auto Body, run by a man called Carmelo Merlino. Bobby Donati had a friend named Bobby Gurante. He had illegal dealings with Merlino through the auto shop. Investigators believe the auto shop was a front for a crime. There are other men associated with this, though. Their names are George Rustfelder, David Turner, and Lenny DiMuzio. They are all potential matches for the two men who robbed the museum.
George Ressfelder died in 1991, but his sister-in-law, Donna Ressfelder, said that she may have unknowingly helped him hang one of the paintings in his apartment. She said the painting looked like the chaise tortani. Investigators believe some of the paintings ended up with Bobby Garante. The FBI wanted to check out Garante's house, and when they talked to his wife, she became agitated. She started to say, I know what the Gardiner Museum is. My Bobby had two of the paintings. He was dying, and his wife was constantly nagging at him to get rid of the paintings. Bobby Grante allegedly passed the paintings off to a man named Bobby Gentile. There was also a man named Miles Connor Jr. He was a local art thief and had been convicted of other thefts. He was, however, ruled out. On the 23rd anniversary of the robbery, the FBI announced they knew who the two men who robbed the museum are. And they are both dead. They are not releasing the men's name. They also do not know where the art is. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Visit our Instagram page at unsolved underscore mysteries underscore podcast and comment with questions or ideas. Bye. Bye.